Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. This is a podcast just for kids to help you understand how to read God's word and understand what it means for your life. I want you to know that as a children's pastor, I've learned a long time ago that kids can understand the Bible, that it's not just reserved for adults, but sometimes it takes somebody to explain things in a way that kids understand. And so that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be going through the book of Matthew, which is the first book in the New Testament. But before we get into that, I wanted to make sure you understood some of the big Bible words that you sometimes hear. Today, we're talking about two big Bible words that you hear about, the Old Testament and the New Testament. That word testament, you can kind of think about like a promise. So it's almost as if there was an old promise and a new promise between God and his special people. In the Old Testament, that promise was to the Jewish people, God's special people, and it told God's story from creation and all of those old Bible stories you probably know and love, like Noah's Ark and Jonah of the Whale and all the kings of Israel. And in the New Testament, The promise is not just for the Jewish people, but all people, including you and me. The New Testament is God's story about Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the disciples and guys like Paul. And together, the Old Testament and the New Testament create one large story about God. And it helps us to know and understand how God works in our lives and what he's like. So today, what we're talking about is that page between the Old Testament and and the New Testament. Now, really, the Bible is more than just two books. It's a bunch of books written by a bunch of people, but God was the author of all of them. He just used different people to do it. And so when you look at the Old Testament and the New Testament, sometimes it's easy to forget that there was 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Can you think about how long that is? Think about the oldest person you know probably like a great grandma or a great grandpa or the oldest person at your church, 400 years would be four times longer than how old they are, maybe even longer. There was no Bible pages written in that time. So a lot of people wonder what happened during that time. That's what we're talking about today. That period of time, Bible people like your pastor would call that the intertestamental period. Inter means between and testament we're thinking about as a promise. So this would have been the time between the promises. Many people call that the silent years, but I want to talk to you today about the fact that just because God is silent, it doesn't mean he isn't working. At the end of the Old Testament, God's special people were having a lot of problems. 
And they once had this united kingdom, but now it's been divided. And there are basically foreign empires, bad guys, that are coming in to take over the land of Israel. You can think about this time kind of like a puzzle piece. On one side, you have the Old Testament, and on the other side, you have the New Testament. And in between, there's one piece that links the two together. That's the piece that we're talking about today. By learning about this time, it helps us understand both of these pieces a little bit better and how they fit together. Think about the end of the school year and the beginning of the school year. In fact, you might be headed back to school this week. You may see your friends or even teachers that you haven't seen since the end of the last school year. Because of that, they may look different or act different or even sound different. Maybe you haven't seen some of those people in a while. And just because you didn't talk to them doesn't mean that things weren't happening in their lives. Maybe they got a haircut or they went on vacation or maybe their grandpa died or maybe they got a new puppy. There's all sorts of things that could have happened to them even though you didn't talk to them. It's kind of the same way. We have to remember that there are things happening and many people call these the silent years, but some of the things that were happening in the silent years were pretty exciting. In school, maybe you learned about the ancient Greeks, but during this period of time, the Greek people and their language and their way of life started to spread throughout this area, the area that the Bible was written in. And it really influenced the people that lived there at the time. They started to talk differently. They were acting differently, even thinking differently. There were many people, including some of the new leaders, that wanted the Jewish people to forget about God. I think that happens sometimes to us now, too. Depending on who we're listening to, we can be influenced by them. It doesn't really happen overnight. Usually it's kind of gradual. But before you know it, if you aren't careful, you can be doing the same thing, listening to those around you instead of God. This school year, I want you to be really careful about that, okay? But there's good news. Not everyone was listening to the Greeks. There was one family called the Maccabees that decided they were not going to take it anymore. They were going to stand up for their faith. They were going to follow God no matter what it took even if their government and everyone around them weren't doing that. As Christians, we sometimes have to do that too. Even if all of our friends or the people around us are not following God, we can stand up for what's right and for God's truth. I want you to think about a flashlight for a minute. If you go outside at night and it's really dark out, what happens if you turn on a flashlight? The light from the flashlight lights up the darkness around you, right? Well, just like a flashlight, the Maccabees standing up for their faith was kind of like turning on a flashlight for those around them. It lit up the darkness, the spiritual darkness. Others started standing up for their faith, too. And pretty soon it was a pretty big fight. But the Maccabees won and they took back control from the Greeks. They celebrated with a great big festival. But the problem was, is there wasn't very much oil left and the festival was supposed to last eight days. They only had enough oil for one day. But you know what happened? It was a miracle. God made that oil last for all eight days. So that actually became a new festival that celebrates the miracle of the oil lasting that whole time and the miracle of the Maccabees winning back control from the Greeks. And that festival is called Hanukkah. Did you know that? Have you heard that word before? I've heard that word before, but I didn't know that. So I thought that was a pretty cool thing to point out to you. 
Eventually, what happened was the Romans ended up taking over. And there's lots of stuff that happened in between there. But basically, there was a lot of fighting, but Rome was big and had a lot of money. And they didn't like God's people, and they started being really mean to them. But there's still some good news. Remember how I said that there was a promise for God's people and for us in the New Testament? Well, do you know what that promise was? It was God's rescue plan. God's rescue plan was Jesus. God was going to send Jesus to help his people. And Jesus was born right in the middle of all that mess. It's through Jesus that God made everything right. It's through Jesus that God makes things right in our lives, too. That's what this podcast is all about. It's about Jesus and learning about what the Bible says about him and explaining it to you in a way that you can understand. Are you excited to learn about him and the way that God used him to rescue his special people or to rescue us? I'm excited to teach you about him, and I really hope that you come back tomorrow to listen to more. Friend, I want you to know that God loves you so much. Today, as you go throughout your day, whether it's your first day of school or just a random day or you're doing your homework or you're alone at lunch, I want you to think about how God doesn't leave us alone with our mess. Instead, he sent Jesus to rescue us. And you know what? He still does that today. Jesus wants to come into our lives and help us with a mess in our own life. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for my friends that are listening today, that they want to know you and know how you work in their lives. Lord, help us to remember that just because you're silent doesn't mean that you aren't working. So Lord, I pray for my friend today that you would protect them as they go throughout their school day, no matter what they're doing, no matter where they're at, you would remind them that you love them so much. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So friends, today, as you go throughout your day today, I want you to think about this and maybe even talk to your parents about it. Has there been a time in your life that maybe God was working even though you didn't realize it at first? Maybe you didn't think he was working, but he really was doing things behind the scenes. Talk about that with someone today. Okay, friends, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Hey, friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved.